Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the All Things Lee's podcast. Uh, I'm Ed McIntyre and joining me is, as ever, my co-host, Charles Foster. Hello. Hello for the final time. Yes. It seems like. <laughs> Are you well? I mean, personally, yeah. I'm, as I'm, as I'm, good as you can yeah, be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any symptoms. I'm not, I mean, do they say that people get it and can be symptomless, so, you know, you never know. Do you? Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't chuck hands of anything, have we, yet, so far? No, so, no. Yeah, and, and we are, I, we must be, we are probably, you know, more than two metres away from each other, or two feet away from each other, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all fine here, um, but yeah. we're as good as we can be for the current climate. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not been, I've not had a temperature, I've not been coughing or anything like that, so. Yeah, and fingers crossed, fingers yeah. crossed. I, mean, I ain't seen me nan in about two weeks, but you know, I've yeah. been phoning her and that, and she seems all right. Yeah, went for a toy time, aren't we? Really? I mean, mm. it, nice to actually get out, get in the studio, probably for the last time. <laughs> but it was nice to actually come out, go into studio, you know, see a mate, and you know, it was nice. Yeah, it's nice because we haven't. Oh, I don't know about you yourself, but I haven't been self isolating. But I've also not been going out really at all. Yeah, because there's nothing to, to do. <laughs> there's nothing to do. Because the only thing that opens up the shop. I, I went to the I went to my local park with my brother the other day to get for a kickabout, and that was it. Yeah, and nobody was out. Yeah, oh, it's, it's been really boring. And, and it's <laughs> only one week in, only one week in. Um, yeah, of course, in this episode we will be talking about all the latest ongoings in football and at Leeds United, and discussing the coronavirus and the impact that that is all having. Uh, all having. Uh, it could be a short episode, uh, but for sure must go on. It must go on. Uh, this is the All Things Leeds podcast. <laughs> So uh, where to start, the, the last game maybe? <laughs> the last game. I mean, nice yeah. 3-1 win away at Cardiff. <laughs> Bam- Patrick Bamford, Brace and a Jack Harrison uh, free kick. Can't complain there. We were supposed to be playing tonight as well, weren't we? Yeah, yeah we I'm, should be playing for them tonight. Yeah, there's no, no games to talk about, but yeah, we'll... We'll, we'll, just... well the 3-1 win over Cardiff City that oh, Leeds yeah, United put the, out. The FIFA tournament, yeah. Um, yeah. Or, well, not the FIFA tournament, the FIFA game, because we, we, did, did we bow out the FIFA tournament? You know, the one that I don't think we entered it. I don't think we entered it at all. But yeah. a lot of teams have bowed out of it. We'll get on to that in a minute. Yeah, uh, yeah um, the 3-1 win on FIFA was, pr- was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, of course, Leeds United streaming. Uh, FIFA 20 simulation of Cardiff versus Leeds on Sunday. Uh, 7,394 people watched live. And it's got uh, over one, 175.3 thousand views in total, which is just mental. <laughs> which just shows how bald everybody is. <laughs> a FIFA game. Well, no, game. Everyone's just having to find things to do, aren't they? Because yeah. like, you don't realise how empty your life is until sport goes. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about anyone. I'm talking about myself, really. <laughs> like yeah. When sport goes away and you, you just sat there and you're thinking, this is really boring, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just kind of doing uni work and then going to sleep. Yeah. Is this what, is this what being like a proper adult is? <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the stream on Sunday? Of the game? No, I didn't. Did you not? I, 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 <laughs> I got proper into it, mate. No, I wasn't, I wasn't, wasn't getting into it, no. I couldn't, be, I couldn't be bothered with all that. Because, you know, if I wanted to play FIFA against Cardiff, I could do that on my own time. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big FIFA fan. I'm a, I'm a big gamer, so I got proper into it, mate. And a lot of other people yeah, did as well. You're much better at FIFA than me. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at FIFA. So. Yes, I thrash you every single time I play. <laughs> I'm awful at FIFA, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. We, I'm glad we, you know, hypothetically won, lost our clean sheet record, but you know, you yeah, we lost our clean sheet. I mean, he can't complain. Patrick Bamford breaks. Jack Harrison, wonderful free kick. So hopefully they kick on and continue with yeah. the form. What, what about Bamford's <laughs> from outside the box as well? Yeah, it was fantastic. Fairly rare strike for Paddy. Yeah, it was brilliant. Other clubs as well. They've been having fun on Twitter as well. Of course, I think Southampton, and Manchester City played Connect Four, didn't they? Uh, by Leverkusen's English. Twitter account that's been very good as well. I've very much enjoyed they're, them. They've actually they've actually got a really good uh, yeah they do Twitter admin. 
it's been good for a while. It's worth following some of these like different different admins of different clubs because they do come up with some strange yeah. stuff. And especially all of these following clubs that have English associated accounts. Yeah. Also, if you don't if you don't follow them already, definitely follow uh, Neil's Old Boys English. That's good. Oh as well. yeah, that's brilliant. I think, I think that's just like one guy in it who just runs it. He's also Irish. He's not. He's not. He's not Argentinian. Yeah. Some guy who like lives in Dublin just from Neil's Old Boy English. Yeah. Because yeah. because well, obviously Ireland doesn't have a big. He does. He does have a league, but he doesn't have a big kind of football scene. So Irish fans obviously pick English teams or they pick Scottish teams or they pick any around the world is picking an Argentinian team that doesn't win much that's the, I, 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 I respect the, I respect that because I mean Newell's kind of finished mid-table by, by the sound of it in most, yeah. most years so fair, fair play to the lad yeah. uh, but make sure you do follow all these Newell's old boy accounts and buy Leverkusen I really do enjoy that enjoy what they put out but you know all these Twitter accounts playing Connect 4 with each other it's been, it's been fantastic been quite entertaining lovely to see you've seen that video of uh of Calvin Phillips on Instagram, like playing kick me yeah, up with, like, with the toilet roll, oh, and tagging, like, tagging other, other footballers in to do it. What's saw, he doing that for? I saw Jamie Carragher doing it as well. Yeah, what's he doing that for? Toilet roll. It's it's gold dust right now. <laughs> Keep it. Yeah, it's like, sell it for thousands. Up, the, the big one. Like we we really struggled to get all the hands up. Um, yeah, so have we. Not, not, not sanitizer. Awful. Literally stuff you wash your hands yeah. with. Yeah, we've had to go to bar soap now. Mm. Which is I don't like using bar soap at all. I mean, desperate times, desperate measure. You, you, pr- you can yeah. probably get away with shower gel for a little bit if you if you've got nothing. Yeah. To everyone, panic buying right now. Stop panic buying. It's awful and it's selfish. It's, yeah, particularly for when you've got like older and vulnerable people. Yeah, for people um, who can't panic buy. My local Sainsbury's. I say my local Sainsbury's. They've got one in, where I live in East Leeds, but there's one in Colton as well. A, a big Sainsbury's. They today at seven, between seven and eight, they're closing the supermarkets. Anyone who isn't old or you know disabled, they are going between seven and eight this evening, and they can buy. Stuff just so they can get access to the stock which, yeah. is, which is really good but you know they need to think of people who can't panic buy because you're leaving us with nothing R- rare move here as well I'm going to compliment Chelsea which is something I, I never do did Ooh. you see the announcement they've done today they've made the their hotel available to NHS staff in London brilliant so they get access to the so they don't have to travel as far between the hospitals and the homes and that that's really good yeah every cloud yeah I don't like Chelsea but that's that's a good move and, uh, they're also Chelsea are footing the bill for the hotel as well not, they're not charging the NHS anything for it no, that's very good. That's very good. There's, there's always some positives that we can take from this. Um, sticking with online though, and, and what clubs are doing, as you mentioned earlier, Leighton Orient, they set up their own FIFA tournament with other clubs uh, joining in, but a lot of clubs have pulled out though due to the uh, involvement with a certain newspaper. We won't name them, but uh, a yeah, certain newspaper. Um, that was, we'll just say that people in a certain part of the country aren't very fond of, particularly. Yes. Particularly on Merseyside. Yeah, particularly in, in the in the North West. Not a very popular newspaper. Yeah. Um, but that FIFA tournament, that, you know, something, something to do, something to watch. So yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, when we were sitting here last week, Charles, you know, we were optimistic, talking about the season ahead. We had Kevin Marker on, of course, talking about the food banks and encouraging people to go down to it, food and stuff. And it's incredible how much has changed in such a short space of time. I was a bit blasé about it last week, and now I look like an absolute mug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was telling you, serious. Yeah, I, I, I just thought that it would the football would still continue because no, no, no players were kind of getting it and no managers were getting it, but then, like, as soon as we called, like, Arteta got it and Hudson Odoi got it. Three Leicester players. Well, I think Watford had a few people in self-isolation. So then it was inevitable that the Premier League was going to go. And yeah. if the Premier League went, then the Football League was just going to... Yeah, just like, a domino dominoes. effect, yeah. yeah. So, um, it's... People, <laughs> the thing is, I'm a bit worried about... A bit worried about, obviously, like, everyone's worried that the season won't finish, that they'll just void it. I mean, for me... 
uh, obviously the, the recent news from UEFA they postponed Euro 2020 to next year yeah we'll go on to that yeah, a little we'll bit later a little on. later but the, the, so there's a bit more time in the, in, over the summer now but I'm still worried like it doesn't seem like it's getting any better it's, it only seems like this thing's going to get worse yeah yeah, that that is that is the scary thing, really. It's, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better for me, really. Um, but yeah, it, it's just incredible how much has changed in in a week, really. Um, of course, no professional football last weekend. Um, how did you cope with no football? We we were you really bored? How, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really bored. Yeah, I, I mean, I did. I couldn't really go out, so um, I just got. Well, I mean, I, I did what most people in the country did. I just got really drunk with family at home. <laughs> Me, 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 mum and dad, and my brother. Obviously, me, my older brother, not my little, little, little brother. My, my brother, that's nineteen. We just started drinking because well, it was Paddy's day yesterday as well. So, we're, yeah. and we're, I'm part Irish. So we were, um, we were just drinking whiskey and Guinness on sofa. And yeah, like, might as well. And w- watching films. So, I mean, there's not, there's not else to do. You might, like, obviously, unless you're an alky, um alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, just, just just get drunk at home. Just you know, play board <laughs> games, watch films, just chat with your family. Cause yeah. Otherwise, you're going to go insane. Yeah, but it is going to get very boring very quick. Though. I mean, this is only one week, and I barely got by. <laughs> so it's, yeah, the weekend was was dull. It was boring. Yeah, I mean, I I, I did go to a football match though. I, I don't know if that was the right decision or not. But of course, National League they were playing, and I covered Fazi Celtic, so I went up to Darlington. Nice four-two win there. So very uh, in, very much enjoyed that. But um, you know, apart from that, it's just it, it's been a very dull weekend. You know, no Super Sunday and and all that. It's just yeah. It's not been great, and I don't know how we're all going to cope for the next few weeks. Really. It's not just sport; it's not just football, but it's football commentary, football journalism. Yeah, it's, a lot of people out of work now. Yeah, there's the, the kind of gig economy, people like bars and restaurants and and things like that, or like comedy gigs and things like that. The whole kind of sissy kind of grind. Yeah, everything's affected. I mean, it's all right if you can work from home if you're like in an office, but if you if you if your profession relies on service and this country has a lot is mainly service industry then you're going to struggle and that's why um everyone's kind of a bit worried that the economy is going to tank that football league clubs may tank as yeah well. yeah it is uh quite worrying times ahead really um but yeah i've, I've a weekend i mean <laughs> so many people have been making their own entertainment I've, I've watched a marble race on twitter i don't know if you've seen that did you no, see that, I didn't see that no. gary lineker tweeted out a marble race and it's very insane it goes on for about three minutes you got this winning the league Comet, who's like always in the lead, and then he gets tracked back. He goes, it's like fourth, and then he makes a, a last uh, last grasp I mean, uh, recovery and goes <laughs> and goes and wins it. It just, it just that, that's just sport, though. You, yeah, you realise it. The amount, the amount of sport you watch is just enormous, and you realise that you need it as, oh, a, yeah. as a distraction from like the mind-numbing boredom. Things. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I very much enjoyed watching that Marvel race, and uh, there was also a video of people playing tennis outside their apartment windows. Um, and also the video of Clive Tilsley, I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram, yeah. but uh, commentating on his wife, I think, uh, <laughs> making bolognese. Or <laughs> it's like, here's a tomato puree. I was watching that tennis video. Those, I think it was in Italy, those two guys in the balcony. I was thinking, what if they dropped the ball? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who's I mean, that? there's no one down on the street, let's be honest. <laughs> He's not going to hurt what's anyone. It, what's he gonna go? He's got, still got to travel down like four floors to go get the ball back. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing else to do really. So, no. um, um, I mean, obviously, there is more things to worry about than just sport. Um, and it really has, you know, made me realise that you know I probably spend too much time worrying about sport, really. But you know, you know, sport it, it's an escape for some people, isn't it? It's sport. Well, that's what it is. It's just a distraction. Yeah. And most of our lives, we've got to admit it. Most, but most people, especially in like who are middle class or uh, anything like that, like, like like we are, or working class even, um, 
the, the life is just ninety percent distractions. It is just distracting you, yeah. distracting yourself with stuff. Even like you see these upper class people at like Cheltenham and people, you know, like, like these horse races in suits and that. And now they've got they've got to go home. And now everyone's really bored. And now everyone's kind of betting on like different leagues that are still open on on the, so they're betting like the Ukrainian B League or something oh, just, just just so they can gamble because that's oh, how much I mean that is an upside I mean uh, that people are gambling less obviously because we don't want people gambling it as much as they currently are no but, yeah but, I mean uh, I don't think anyone's going to be upset with bookies going bust no no not not much sympathy <laughs> no. towards bookies no sympathy at slightly all. more sympathy towards the NHS which may go bust as a result yeah. of this. Yeah, but bookies, I'm not too fond no, about. I, mean, um, I won't be wiping away any tears seeing William Hill go under or anything. Oh, sorry, I should have said specific company. Any gambling company going under. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously a lot more things to worry about, but you know, sport is you know the main thing that we cover on this channel, so that's what uh, we'll be focusing on. Um, so of course, last week we did tell you that Leeds United had closed off for Parch, the training ground, uh, to the academy sides and women's team. Uh, it was just the first team under-23s and under-18s and key personnel who were allowed uh, at four parts due to the coronavirus coronavirus outbreak uh, well they've now shut it completely they've shut four parts completely told everyone to stay home with players training by themselves and they've got planned routines and stuff um, and the same with other clubs around the world um, as well because uh, all sport all the way down to grassroots uh, is now banned um, CEO um, Angus Kinnear, uh, he came out spoken uh, LUTV um, said uh, some um, some important stuff like you know he doesn't want the season to be void we'll go on to that a little bit later uh, but go and watch that uh, interview if you haven't already um, but as you know as you've alluded to earlier it all started really last Thursday evening didn't it when Arsenal manager uh, Mikel Arteta uh, was tested positive for coronavirus and then you had uh, Chelsea's 19 year old winger uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi also testing positive um, that called for an emergency meeting for the Premier League last Friday and they postponed all games and it was just a domino effect from that really wasn't it just a domino effect the EFL and all major leagues across Europe pretty much have been stopped until April the 3rd whether we see football played in April I'm not, I'm not so sure um, <laughs> I would be <laughs> extremely surprised if Leeds were playing at Blackburn on April the 3rd yeah. extremely surprised um, as I said earlier the National League played their <laughs> games last weekend I'm not sure whether that was a good idea or, or not but the National League have now postponed their games and as I say all football all the way down to grassroots is, is now banned and uh, that's the same with other sports as well those have also um, not taken place so, I mean it, it's just become insane hasn't it absolutely insane it's it's interesting to see how society is reacting to this though because it's all going a bit strange like people are just um, finding it really difficult to cope with obviously we're going, we're going on like shopping sprees and anything like that also don't do that don't go on a shopping spree just get what you need <laughs> yeah uh, I mean shops shops are going to remain open for yes yeah, they're not shops aren't going to close guys it's not the end of the world it's not the apocalypse yes it's just, it's just people staying inside for a bit you don't need 150 rolls of toilet paper or you know the world supply of hand yeah. soap and if you do just go to the shops and then if people stop panic buying then you'll be able to get them it, it, there's no need to panic buy at all shops are going to remain open but there is there is positive things to see in this I've noticed I, I think about this the, um, the I bet it's doing the environment a, a massive favour because no one's flying anywhere no, barely anyone's driving about I yeah mean, I, I mean I flew into Lisa Centre this morning it was fantastic the roads were clear not literally I was talking about literal flights <laughs> you didn't literally fly a plane into Lisa oh no <laughs> <laughs> jeez no I was talking about literal flights like uh, Leeds Bradford uh, no one's flying from there no but you mentioned uh, roads as well no yeah, yeah driving, the, road, so. the road's been clear yeah it's it's probably really good good for the environment. So, so if you're looking to find a positive, if you're thinking of what the world's not dying anymore. 
briefly until, yeah. we, until we crack back on again and ruin it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting to see how everyone's reacting um, to this and reacting to kind of adjusting to staying away from their relatives and staying inside. And you do kind of worry about kind of mental health implications, particularly with people who are on the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's very big implications, you know, because of all this. And um, obviously from a fan's point of view, is boredom, you know, there's there's, there's less to do, less socialising, uh, which puts uh, a lot of people at risk, especially people with mental health illnesses. Because, um, you know, as we mentioned earlier, football's an escape, some people's sports an escape. And, you know, if, if you don't have that, if you know, if, if, you know, it's a big part of everyone's life is sport, really. And if that's taken away from your life and you're left with, with, with barely anything, then and that's not good. And people who have mental health issues, you know, it, it's scary for them, really, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, sports, I mean... Plenty of coping mechanisms are not good, like um, obviously drinking and you know smoking and doing drugs and things like that. And so, and sport and exercise is a good is a good crutch to have. It's a good. I think some gyms are closing. Yeah. So so that 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 could be a problem because people do rely on that to kind of stave off other things and and keep things at bay and keep lid on things. So that that is a bit of a worry. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you are feeling a bit lonely now that there's no sport if you're you know self-isolating if you are feeling lonely there is people to, to reach out for uh, my dms are open on on twitter find all things leads at all things leads one on twitter um also on facebook as well all things leads uh, dms and messages are yeah, always feel open feel free to dm either of us yeah if you're feeling lonely you can you can talk to us uh or you can ring samaritans as well on their 116123 one one six one two three there for Samaritan. So yeah, if you're feeling lonely through self isolation or just boredom, really, then you know there, there, there is people out there to to call and uh, to talk to um, as well. But yeah, big implications um, here. Of course, people losing jobs as well, especially at football clubs. Ban FC. They've got rid of a few people who aren't being paid. Uh, I think they're also getting rid of people who are also being paid as well. Um, and you know, clubs will struggle. You know, maybe not the Premier League clubs. They're they're fine. They're hundred percent fine. Maybe because they don't re- they rely on TV revenue way more than on uh, yeah. gate revenue. But also they're run by millionaires and yeah, sometimes run by billionaires. billionaires so. Whereas like League um, Two and National League clubs, they are, they're run by local businessmen. Yeah, even League One as well. Yeah, yeah. So all the way from League One down, you know, to 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 non-league. You now those clubs are in danger. You know, they they rely on match day revenue to some clubs really and you know the clubs need help um you know it's not just clubs it's local businesses as well especially with you know with sport as well you've got pubs you know the, the peacock down at Ellen Road that's going to struggle I know that uh, the fish and chip shop Gravely's that's um, going to be struggling now that there's no uh, match day for you know however long you know we don't, don't know how long this is uh, going to last for so you know many non-league clubs will struggle and I think Maybe not down to the government to help, although you know they are class of small businesses really. But you know the government, Boris Johnson, they're coming out every day giving updates. Uh, the prime minister and the government, so um, you know that's good. And they said that they are going to support you know local small businesses, which is fantastic. Uh, but in terms of football clubs, I think Premier League should help as well. Some Premier League just clubs donate, just donate revenue. That, yeah. mean, what, what annoyed me over the weekend, I suggested this on Twitter. Uh, to BT Sport because they were still obviously showing National League games and, they, and no other sport in England is taking place. Give all the revenue yeah. from, from all the views for, uh, for, for, for BT, give all the revenue to the non-league clubs that are on TV. Why would you not give them all the revenue that the Premier League clubs get? Because they're attracting, obviously, people are desperate to watch a bit of football and a bit of sport. So if they're, ter- if they're tuning in to, to watch a National League game and you're getting thousands and thousands more than usual yeah. watching nationally then they should be getting the same revenue that you're giving the Premier League teams and that will massively offset all these job losses and players going unpaid and all the um, zero hour contract staff that work at um, 
at clubs and even in the rest of the economy around grounds and in general because you're not you're not entitled to statutory sick pay if you're on zero hour contracts. Yeah. So people who've got kids who work in zero hour contracts work really hard are not getting this. I mean, even people who are getting it, it's only ninety four quid a week. It's not enough for most people with rents and that. We don't want to get too political on here, but I'm just going to say. Yeah. So, yeah, that really it, it's a bit it's a bit, a bit of a struggle at the moment. So, if the Premier League clubs can give up a bit of money to clubs, uh, the lower down the clubs, that that will help massively. Yeah, and that'll free money for the government yeah. to give to. to oh, and also well. the uh, the broadcasting industry, they definitely owe the lower league clubs more. Money. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Not literally owe, but you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. Some non-league clubs there taking it into you know their own hands to try and solve the situation. Hyde United, um, they've um, opened it up so people can can put you know they're, they're going to put on um, virtual match days. So basically, you can buy a match ticket, you can buy a pint or burger or whatever. But you're obviously not getting it. But it's it, you're helping the club. It's like a donation, really. So you're pretending you're paying for a match ticket and burger. I don't know how how well this is going to work. Um, but you're basically donating to a club by buying you know a, a non-match ticket, really. I saw another um, Scottish club um, deal with it in a in a similar. I hope I get up in the internet. I can't remember then it began with N I think it was a Scottish club anyway they were they were kind of saying they, they'd saved up money over a number of months and years it's kind of like a rainy day thing and now they were willing to support the businesses around the ground and pay their staff properly even though they don't earn a lot of money because they've got that kind of rainy day reserve built up because they've obviously saved transfer fees and a bit of, a bit of sponsorship money so that, that that's a really good gesture there because yeah. um, obviously they said they've been in trouble with the past and the fans supported them so it's time for the for the club to support the businesses and the fans around them and donate to kind of homeless charities and donate food. So that was brilliant as well. Yeah, that's really good. That is really good. I will, I will um, find out the name of that. Right, here it is. I've, I've found it here. It's called N- Nen County. It was retweeted by Graham Smith, so you want to go on his Twitter page. They basically budgeted their money uh, and create like a rainy day fund for businesses and themselves so they could survive during tougher times. So they're going to continue to pay all the staff and players the wages because obviously the players and the staff that work for them aren't on kind of yeah. mega money. So yeah, exactly. I mean, it's part-time there, so they're going to have to find another job yeah. to make ends meet, really. Yeah, so they'll, they'll use their social media channels to advertise local business sponsors and encourage people to shop local and um, buy vouchers for kind of hotels and pubs around to give um, money into local businesses. Yeah, so they'll be kind of picking up shopping and, and obviously getting prescriptions to people and they will they will sort of, they'll organise that for you so they'll, and they'll even get someone to walk your dog for you. If, if you that know is really good. I love that. Yeah, so so they've, um, they don't know how long the virus is going to be there so they want them to know that your club is with you, you've supported us and now it's, they put, uh, now it's our turn to do the same for you. So that is fantastic. So they've helped, they're kind of helping all the local businesses, all the fans. That is brilliant. Need. So It'll be interesting to see if other clubs follow um, that. Obviously, I haven't, I haven't read out the whole statement there, but it's it's retweeted by Graham Smith a, a few hours ago, so you just want to uh, scroll down and read that and give it a like and a retweet as well, because yeah. that deserves recognition. Yeah, 100%, absolutely. Um, but yeah, big implications because of this coronavirus and, and the effects of it. Um, as, we, as I said, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the government are announcing their plans daily. Uh, we don't really want to you know dive into that too much, uh, you know, political-wise, but... Um, you know, we just don't know what's going what's going to happen, do we? You know, it's a day to day thing, really. We don't know how long this this is all going to last for. You know, it's just going to be a torrid time, isn't it? For we we don't know how long. Yeah, they reckon it's gonna it's gonna peak about kind of end of May June time. Um, although you were for of, of <laughs> rather optimistically asked that all domestic seasons be complete completed by June thirtieth. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Happen. Yeah, I mean, if you if you are we, it might be able to get, get done by the end of July. I reckon they could probably get it done by the end of July and then just kind of 
maybe delay the start of next season by a month if they yeah. can do it like that. That might that might do it. But whatever they can't just scrap the season when eighty percent, nearly eighty yeah. percent of the games finished. Yeah, one hundred percent. Otherwise, it's all meaningless. Every every last minute winner, every every five four against Birmingham, every you <laughs> know count towards bat- nothing. Every battering of Hull, every open day against Bristol City is meaningless. It doesn't count. It is it's wiped from the from the history books yeah. this season you can't just wipe a season on history books yeah well, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that uh, a little bit shortly right. but you know of course the you know the question really is though you know when is football when will sport you know be back when will it return when will it continue um, now you know as we said they've postponed games until April the 3rd um, although I, I really cannot see games being played in April can, can you see games being played in April somehow no, no it, it just won't happen I mean yeah April the, April the 3rd is in like two weeks <laughs> yeah I mean, I can't, I can't imagine this being. I can't imagine this a balloon blown over in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the the, um, the apparently they're over in America and Canada have been testing uh, vaccines on animals at the moment, and it won't, it won't be human trials for months. Yeah. So they probably won't have a, a vaccine that's approved by everybody till about the start of next year. So we'll have to just get over it, and and, and I don't mean that in the literal, you know, continued do it walking about. <laughs> we'll have to just obviously. Um, Use these social distancing measures that the government and the NHS have recommended. Don't go near anybody. Don't have to. Yep. Don't, don't go outside unless you're going shopping or essential travel, anything like that. Wash your hands. Wash your, wash your, keep washing your hands because they're hygienic and just make sure that because it's inevitable. This is just going to get worse. But we can you can you can do you can take measures to slow the the rise, slow, yeah. slow the upward curve, so the NHS can deal with people properly. And and because I've heard that. Um, the NHS has got five thousand ICU beds, and the predicted amount the at the current rate that they're going to need is eleven thousand. So it's more than double we've actually got available. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's with the measures we're currently implementing. Yeah, we we just need to follow the advice that's given really just to get through this. But as I said earlier, it's going to get uh, going to get a lot worse before it gets better. So. Yeah, we we just need to try and get through this. Uh, but of course, as you've said um, earlier, uh, year of 2020 was due to start on June the 12th uh, this year. Uh, but you wait for earlier this week and they have postponed that tournament until next year with Euros now taking place between June 11th and July the 11th of uh, 2021. It's got a clash with the women's Euros yeah. as well, isn't it? I, I, and, you know, I'm still... Will it? <laughs> Can you see that tournament still happening? Me, we we don't know when next season's going to be finished. We don't know when it's going to start. We don't even know when this season's going to be going to be finished. So, you know, unless that they, tournament's in question still as well. Unless they just, if this lasts for months and months and goes into like the winter, what they could do is just as soon as it's kind of blowing over, finish this season off the last nine games, um, scrap next season entirely. So that'd be fair to everybody because it would yeah. start. That's fair to everybody, um, and then obviously just do the Euros in the summer because all the players will be fit and you could imagine by next summer I would imagine this will be alright yeah you'd hope you'd so hope it, it, is, it might be a case of writing off next season which is I think writing off a season that hasn't started is much fairer oh, yeah, than writing off a season that is 80% done yeah 100% because that um, doesn't affect anybody if you write off a season before it starts yeah but hopefully that doesn't have to happen hopefully this gets resolved quickly in, in the next two yeah. months or so but we you know we just don't know that's the scariest thing about it we just don't know how long this uh, is gonna last for but um yeah a, a lot of things that you you know you, you gotta wonder you know what, what's gonna happen uh, the fact you ever have postponed the euros though and that they want the domestic leagues around europe to finish by june the 30th which you know i don't think that's gonna happen but 
it does give you the hope that the thinking is there that they do want this season to be completed at some point. Whenever that point is, uh, we know we don't know, but they do want this this season finished. Yeah, I mean, this is the problem with how much we've expanded the kind of football calendar over recent. Over recent. I mean, because yeah. obviously we've always had the Euros and the World Cup, we've always had domestic leagues, but you've got you've got you've got cup competitions, you've got Nations League. That's they they introduced that, didn't they? Um, that stupid ago. tournament, which no, no one no, knows, no how. one knows or cares about. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw um, a journalist, uh, a pundit on Sky Sports for the other week, saying if you want to understand the Nations League, you need to sit down, concentrate, read it for about twenty minutes, and do that about five times to completely understand it. No one's going to do that, so no. no one understands this Nations and League. And it's also, it's just creating another tournament for more revenue. It doesn't mean anything. It's not, yeah. it's not like the Euros and the World Cup where it's been happening for you know decades. So um, I mean, the, the calendar is so stacked that the slightest kind of interruption causes kind of mayhem. Which is the and we're we're not having the slightest inter- interruption at the moment. We're having a major interruption. So yeah, I don't know how we're going to resolve the domestic thing. I think if it comes down to it, if they said to if they said to like a kind of worst case scenario, if they said to Leeds, uh, you can either play that once the players are all cleared, um, play the last nine games behind closed doors. And then obviously the season's finished, and you cannot. Um, but you, <laughs> but even then, you think about it. There won't be a bit. There won't be a promotion party, will there? There'll be no one going out having, yeah. out in town, or like you'd want with a with a football club going up. There'll be yeah. no celebrating. No people going to pubs. It'll be a case of watching <laughs> watching Leeds in an empty stadium on your phone and celebrating yeah. in your own house. And no one wants to do that. I mean, there's no ideal situation about this, no. really. Of course, you know the the you know. Games being played behind closed doors was an option. You know, the only reason you know sports being cancelled is because players have been getting it. That's the only reason. It only took for Arteta to get it for the Premier League to be like, all right, we need to call all these games off at once because because of uh, concern for the fans and you know large gatherings because that wasn't uh, banned at that point. It was just because you know the players couldn't play because they had it. So that's the reason we don't have football anymore. Um, I saw but, I saw someone suggest that all all football clubs in professional leagues should. Deliberately, you know, like they do with chicken pox, deliberately self-infect everybody in the club, so that no, they're and, immune and afterwards, all, and then they're all immune afterwards. Which, um, if I, you look, I, I, don't, I don't really know how I feel about that because obviously, if if any of the players have like a adverse reaction to the virus and get seriously ill, yeah, exactly. that's a big concern. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, for you, you you've you've spoke about him um, earlier. Does this season has to be completed for you? In your opinion, does it have to be completed? Not at the expense of people's lives. Yeah, but obviously, yeah. As we said, there's more things to worry about. Yeah. you know, the health of people must come first. Football, you know, is, is a second priority right now. Obviously, there's a selfish part of your brain that just wants it, wants this to blow over, and you want to get back playing sport, and you want to yeah. finish the season, and you want Lisa to go up, and you want everyone to be able, you know, have parties in the streets and go on the Otley run and get, you know, I can't say what I was going to say, um, <laughs> get extremely drunk. Um, but this part of you that thinks, well, if that's just going to kill someone's nan or you know, someone's mum who's had chemotherapy or someone's mum who's got who's had pneumonia, um, and you think, well, yeah, exactly. Health, health and well-being of people yeah, is, is it's more it's never going to be more important than people's lives. Yeah. I, I, I personally, of course, I'm a football fan. I would like to see the season finish. I would like football and life to continue as it has has done before. But you know, if it came down to it, then you know, 
if it's, it's people's lives, it's not important for Yeah. But, you know, for me, though, you know, for football and sport to continue, I don't see how you can continue, you know, football anyway without the season ending because the season defies, you know, the next season after that. And, you know, for me, you know, the season does have to be completed whenever that is. I think it does because, you know, why you shouldn't really prioritise tournaments that haven't even started yet, really. No. You shouldn't do that at all. And why, who says that next season has to start in August? Just because it's done that every single year, it doesn't have to start in August. Yeah, I suppose not. Um, you can start it whenever this season finishes. So for me, it has to finish. Yeah, um, and and people who are saying other things are just talking rubbish. Really, I mean, there's been suggestions that this season could finish just just now, and no teams will be relegated, but teams can be promoted. So in our case, Leeds and West Brom that, going up to the Premier League, twenty-two team Premier League next season. But that's just ludicrous. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, what, it's stupid. It does. I can't. I can't even wrap my head around how that. How the hell that would work? Yeah. Twenty-two team Premier League. What? Well, five would go down the next season. Oh, but like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, five. What five go down? Only three come up. Yeah. I mean, that. What? Well, that's insane. What? What are we gonna do? Oh God. I mean, I don't know how that would work. Plus, Leeds and West Brom would be happy with that. You would assume. Um, but, but Fulham, you know, Fulham, Preston, Brentford. Brentford yeah. um, um, we haven't discussed. Uh, obviously, the, there was rumours in the Times. A report in the Times said that the top six clubs in the Championship had met and had decided that uh, they were going to take legal action if promotion and relegation wasn't yeah in, uh, instituted. So there's that. But then there was a conference apparently the day with all 24 Championship clubs who unanimously agreed they want the season to finish. Yeah. So if the I entire think Championship agrees that they want the season finishing. The Premier League probably won't be able to handle that amount of lawsuits. Yeah, exactly. And, um, of course, there's been suggestions that they should make the season null and void, which, you know, I, I don't think that should happen. West Ham's Cameron Brady has been, you know, the main one saying know, that. Kind of... She's only saying that because West Ham... She's only saying that because West Ham have had a poor opinions. season and she wants to cover up. West Ham had a poor season and she wants to cover up. That's well, the only reason she's saying, the, she's the, saying that. The, the Villa chairman wanted a, doesn't want to a season void. And I was thinking, uh, <laughs> as I was reading that uh, that headline, I just thought, local man does not want a football club relegated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of, of course relegation relegated teams want the season null and void. Yeah, and um, obviously teams that hate Liverpool, teams that hate Leeds want the season void yeah. in. Um, but you know the only fair solution is to finish the season. But you know, whenever that is, that's the only fair solution for me. Liverpool won't want the season voided. Anyone who's in the Champions League spot will not want the season void. So that's Leicester. You, you I mean, obviously, Man City are in the Champions League, but Chelsea will want it. Um, obviously, Scum won't want it. Um, Sheffield United, they're on, on, on the cusp of a European campaign. Yeah, exactly. They are not going to vote for a season void. Exactly. So you're going to get at least half the Premier League are going to say sod that. And then you've got all the championship clubs. So if you think that the the bottom three, the Prem, and maybe you know a couple of others are going to sway the entire football league and the Premier League, I'm thinking that's unlikely. Yeah, I mean, I really can't see the season being null and void. For me, the only fair solution is to finish this season one way or another. You know, whenever whenever that is, however to do it, as soon as it needs as, to be as soon as the public health crisis passes, uh, whenever that is, because we don't know when that is, do the nine games. And obviously the Champions League and the Europa League finish the season. Yeah, as quick as you can. And then have like six weeks off or eight weeks off or whatever, then start a new season. Yeah, 100%. That that seems seems like the fairest solution. Yeah, and that's the only solution for me. That's that's the only thing. You know that can be done really. Of course, you know not every club will be happy, but I think the majority of clubs will be happy um, if the season uh, did finish. Uh, for, you know somehow, um, yeah. For, for me, that's the only solution. Definitely the only solution there. Um, but it is very interesting. Um, you know, obviously keep an eye out. Um, obviously, the health and well-being is more important. But 
no, it's interesting what's going to happen um, when unprecedented times and it's, it, it, it is quite worrying, but just hopefully we, we all get past it. Of course, as we say, follow the advice um, from from the government and the you know health advice, um, and just stay safe. Really, just stay safe. You know, as we say, sport is is not priority right now. Uh, everyone's health and well being and and family and stuff that's all priority. So, take care of yourselves, your families, stay healthy. Um, turned on on a positive note then. Um, Leeds United, if they broadcast another FIFA game tonight against <laughs> Fulham, what's your prediction for that? <laughs> a prediction for a FIFA game that hasn't <laughs> occurred yet. <laughs> uh, I mean. And how do, how do you predict a FIFA game? <laughs> I've no idea. No, two 0 leads. <laughs> yeah, get 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 a clean sheet again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the. You can't predict a FIFA game because it, it's it's random. I saw Leeds live. They did an article earlier today where they simulated Leeds United versus Leeds on FIFA twenty and wrote a massive article on it on a two 0 Leeds United win. <laughs> what a Leeds against Leeds? No, Leeds Fulham Leeds against Fulham. Oh, Christ. It's a simulated game. I'd wrote a big article on it on a 2 0 win. It just shows leads. you the size of industry that football journalism and reporting and, you know, rumour actually takes up. It's huge. Yeah. But it is dreadful. I mean, there's uh, people losing jobs and there's a lot less stories to cover now because there's no sports. So, yeah, I mean, Sky Sports News, they've got nothing. Talk Sport, I've got nothing to cover. They're, they're just going, oh, what's your best 11? Danny Mills. What's your best 11? <laughs> What's your best eleven, oh, Bobby Savage? God. <laughs> that's all. That's all that's happening. It's it, just, yeah, it is quite so bad. It, just nothing's just yeah. I mean, if if if, if we're going to stay on the kind of immature track, it's just just for, just for a second because we've had a lot of serious bits of this podcast. It'd be nice to just have an immature bit for a minute. <laughs> this is ridiculous. How there's nothing to do. Yeah, like oh, I'm just I'm just so sat boring. at home, you know, on my Xbox or watching Netflix series and just thinking, oh, I really want to go outside. <laughs> Sometimes I go sit in the garden and just remember what it was like. To <laughs> Just smell the grass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this this is what it smelled like at Liverpool. Yeah, miss this. My brother was mowing the grass yesterday. <laughs> what are you watching now? Um, what I'm watching now. Um, what did I watch the other day? I, I, I binge watched all six series of BoJack Horseman the other day. That was good. That was nice. really well worth watching. That. Nice. Uh, what else did I do? I watched the second series of White Gold. That was pretty good. Enjoyed the first season. Got a few actors in the in between us. In nice. But uh, yeah. A bit, a bit <laughs> I was re-watching a bit of The Witcher as well because I saw that first time round. That's quite a pretty good series. Nice. But, but you know, I'm just... What, what, what have you been watching? Nothing, really. <laughs> what have you been doing? I don't, I don't really watch TV. I've just been playing FIFA and, and Call of Duty and that. <laughs> you need just, to find somewhere to entertain yeah, yourselves. I, yeah, I've been ringing my mates as well and um, ringing, me, uh, ringing me down. I've been speaking to you a little bit. Obviously, we don't we don't have like long text conversations because you know we're not teenage girls, but you know, <laughs> we do text each other now and again. Yeah. And, uh, also, you live miles away from me, so it's yeah, very I hard do. to just go to go down to a pub. Yeah, so, so. I, I, yeah, I've been ringing me now and checking in on doing stuff. I'm assuming that's what everyone's doing, just you know, yeah. ringing people to talk to them. I mean, obviously, don't see your your, your elderly relatives. But no, no, don't, don't go stay near in contact them, with but, them. But you know, obviously, keeping contact on the phone. Yeah, obviously, make sure um, everyone's alright. Um, but yeah, drop shopping off for people as well. I really, really respect those people who are dropping off shopping uh, for people they don't know as well or dropping off numbers for, for kind of meals on wheels yeah. agencies and things like that. I mean, is there any positives we can take from all this? Because it seems like everyone's community is coming together now. Yeah, I mean, it's possibly going to help with a bit of things you can't see, like the obviously the post-election uh, kind of division, the post-Brexit kind of division in the society. No one's talking about Brexit anymore. It's yeah, great. It's, it's, it's probably helping bring people together a little bit. Um, so that's a positive, obviously. But we've already mentioned the fact that the environment's probably not going to take as much of a hammering while no one's flying and no one's driving. Yeah. Anywhere. Obviously business affected and yeah. probably going to be a recession. But Another one. 
<laughs> the yeah. third one in about 10 years. Yep. <laughs> Brilliant. It's been, it's been a hell of a decade. <laughs> it's been awful, hasn't it? <laughs> and what a start to this decade as well. Yeah, I mean... Uh, World War Three almost going to start. Australia on fire. Kobe Bryant died. And we got the coronavirus. It's just... Dreadful, it's yeah. just been a bit dark, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, the bright side, it can only get better than this. Yeah, it can only get better to look at the positives, look at the bright side. Um, and yeah, it looks like everyone's coming together just to you know get ourselves through this. And the, as com- I say, the community feel is nice. It is nice. Yeah, and uh, as I say, follow all the advice. Uh, take care of yourselves, your families, and, and, and stay healthy. And again, if you're feeling um, you know slightly lonely, lonely, if you're a bit bored, um, if you struggle with mental health issues... Uh, Fun Samaritans on there, 116123. Um, I also need to address what's happening with the channel because a lot of people could could be wondering. I, I haven't really had any questions, but a lot of people could be wondering what's happening with the channel now that there's no football. Um, got plenty of content lined up. Uh, me and Charles, we could do podcasts remotely via Skype or you know video call or whatever. We could do that, so me and Charles could continue this podcast. Um, Not there'll be, there'll be a lot to talk about for an hour. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, we, can, we can live stream it, get people's questions into so that could be uh, quite fun. I've got a FIFA career mode series lined up. I know that I've tried to start in one in the past and it hasn't worked, but I'm going to do it now. <laughs> um, also behind-the-scenes videos and, and stuff like that. So plenty of content um, is uh, coming. Of course, keep updated on our the uh, social media pages, all things leads one on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, such all things leads on Facebook and YouTube as well. Plenty of content um, coming out and uh, is uh, planned. Uh, but I think we should wrap it up there. Wrap it up. Thank you uh, to everyone who has listened to this episode, yeah, episode cheers. 59. Uh, thank you, uh, as always, to Charles for joining me in the cheers studio. And uh, thank you uh, to everyone who has uh, tuned in as well. As I say, make sure to follow on social media. Keep up to date with uh, everything. Uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there. Uh, subscribe, follow, share, You know, do whatever. Whatever you do, just do it. <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, um, above all, just make sure you kind of stay safe. Yeah. Stay safe, stay together, stay healthy. Yeah. Well, it'll, be, it'll be over before you know it. Yeah. Follow, the, uh, follow all the advice. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Look after yourselves. Take care. I don't know when me and Charles will be back, but we will be back at some stage. Uh, But yeah, take care, stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you soon. (laughs) 